welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast, aka the SAP. Dave Neal, Tasha Courtney, and special guest Jessica D. Giovanni. Woohoo! Welcome. Very phonetic your name, Jessica D. Giovanni. Yeah, it's great for warm ups. D. Giovanni, D. Giovanni, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Should we start with some podcast warm ups? Do you have any you, you can run through us? Sure. Red leather, um, yellow leather. Yeah. Um, the uh, human torch was denied a bank loan. Tasha? The human torch was denied a bank loan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that hit mm-hmm. too close to home. What are you oh, saying? I my FICO score is not high enough? The no, human torch there. was denied a bank loan. Any, give mm-hmm. me anyone, can you do anything for the podcast? Did you, uh, like a pod- oh, for your podcast. Yeah, is there like a, maybe yeah. a sex actually uh, warm up we can do? Sure. Um, sex actually, oh gosh, yeah, sexually. Because sex, sex actually is a shitty title. It's a shitty name to <laughs> say. The this sap. is great <laughs> marketing for you. We have the shittiest podcast <laughs> title. Okay, so we want to do. We should just do something about sex then. Okay. Blow jobs unhinge many jaws. Yikes! Tasha would know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you watch her swallow all those pills. It's like, wait, you got the muscle. Like, what the fuck? Put it into practice. Anyway, welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> like You're welcome. Segue, on. Like how we segue into these things. Great. Yeah. You uh, you just moved here. Are you official or are you just like testing? Dave, the can I interrupt you for a second? Jesus something's Christ. really bothering me. I can Please. only hear you in my left ear, and I can only hear her in my right ear. That's very confusing. I don't know what to tell you. I wonder well, what your brain's doing right now. It, and it's freaky because you're on opposite sides. So I think oh. I'll just turn it around and deal with it. <laughs> I might have fucked something up on the thing, but I can you just deal with it? Sure. Oh, I can hear myself. Wait, Jess, talk. If she starts twitching, then uh, we may need to figure it out. Yeah, I only but... hear you on my right one, too. Oh, well, I'm great. I can hear you both, so. Okay, we're here, us both. <laughs> let's just keep on moving on. Welcome to Lost. <laughs> okay. This is, what, this is how it goes. There's no format. There's just talking with friends, and our audience is driving or at the gym. Great. Or some, some have sex while they listen to us. I hope <laughs> you're just, if you're listening, you're sweating in some way, shape, or in form. In some pr- post-sex, like, oh, what, like, instead of smoking All cigarette. the East Coasters are, like, shivering in their boots right now. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, so we stayed up last night. We watched uh, 18 innings for the Red Sox lost in the World Series. Are you a sports person or no? I, I'm a fair weather fan. So for when who? it counts, I'm there for the Cubs. Oh, you Chicago? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Chicago. So sausage. <laughs> I went there for the first time uh, this spring. What a great American city! You've never been to Chicago before. You know, I haven't been. I didn't know that. Pizza, mm. just beer. Everywhere. Yeah, the pizza. I saw a picture oh, right? of Chicago deep dish style pizza today and it made me so hungry. <laughs> yeah, um, Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's pizza for the listeners out there. Lou Malnati's is the so best for deep dish pizza in visiting Chicago. Chicago. Yes, I don't think so I good. went. I just went to like whatever. You, you know, you went I mean? to Giordano's, didn't you? Well, I did. I'm gonna go. I gotta go. Yeah, I I'm went to. Leave. That's like the Uno's, right? That's like the yeah. Yeah, they had a comedy club called uh, the Comedy Bar that was on top of DG. What's no D? D Giovanni. Oh, Giovanni. the hotel. <laughs> yes, the hotel. Seriously, have pizza. You have pizza making name. I you do. De- I really do. It's not delivery. It's Di Giovanni. Why do I sound like I'm peaking? Can I get the? Can I fucking get the sound right once? Oh, maybe it's just my um thing was set too high. Hey, Sorry, hey, hey. Be folks. nice. To the yourself. last time I was in Chicago was for like 
I don't know, 18 hours. I like took the red eye in from LA and I had a shoot that day. And so I got there at like 5 a.m. and like went straight to set and shot all day and then went straight to the airport. And I wanted pizza so bad that I got airport pizza <laughs> no. and I carried it on the plane. It was the oh, Chicago man. airport pizza. I is mean, it wasn't something. bad. It's something. It was better than nothing. Sure. It's not yeah. like it's better than like getting Aubon pain or whatever at the airport. Like it's something. Sure that's not how you say that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aubon pun. I mean. And he studied French. Great. Okay, <laughs> Thanks, I, school. I, I I like to say things the the common way people say it instead of being like way, pretentious. Like when people say like I'm gonna go get pho, I go fuck you. Like everyone, we I know it's supposed fuck to be you. called. Oh! <laughs> I know it's supposed to be called pho, but it's like I think people call it pho now. They literally named a it restaurant nine o two one pho. I saw that because it's supposed to be pho because it looks like pho, not pho. So uh, so we met. So Tasha probably doesn't know my my Jess backstory, but we met at well, just a casting. I was helping someone shoot something and never went anywhere. Mm. Right, that was what it was like for John's project, it and it, like it didn't go anywhere. Mm. Not my fault. Uh, my, my job was just to shoot it. We handed him the footage. But I don't it, know what you're talking about. Right, I'm just I'm just saying, just so you don't think I don't complete shit, Tasha. It wasn't my job <laughs> to finish this project. It was my job to ca- cast it and shoot. He's it. saying he follows through <laughs> when necessary <laughs> uh, because you know, like most projects, never get you know, never see the light of day whatever but then we did a uh, uh, Scientology casting video now not for Scientology but you remember this you don't even remember this. You were in it. Jeez. Oh wait, shit! Yeah, the so, um, the uh, Tom Cruise thing. Yeah, so it oh, came that out that so it came out that Tom Cruise had had like auditioned different people to play to his, be wife. his wife. And to which, be his wife, not to play his wife, to be his wife. Right, and so we did Terrifying. a behind the scenes casting of like different women acting out Tom Cruise movies. Uh, to court him and then I was like playing Tom Cruise just like in the foreground like you just over my overlooking my shoulder as if he was watching and you and you did some really fun Mission Impossible uh, action stuff, action yeah. stuff. I yeah. be in an action movie somewhere. there is a show I'm pretty sure it's on Lifetime that's exactly about that it's a really I watched the pilot episode it's definitely on Lifetime it sure. was re- it looked really good so I watched the pilot on YouTube about casting an action film no, what do you mean? about Tom Cruise. And I mean, it's like, you know, it doesn't say that it's Tom Cruise, but it's like a star actor and but he's how, in like some sort of religious cult and he's auditioning girls to be little, his wife. And he has brown like, hair. He's 5'6". <laughs> and his teeth are all kind of like off-center. Off-center teeth. Like they were just making a human and someone like nudged God in the elbow when he was like putting them together. And he's you wearing know? only socks and a button-up, but it's not Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, look, Tom Cruise auditioning for a wife is no different than dating sites. Yeah, I mean... Well, here, here, it's sort of like if you have the resources to cut through all the bullshit and everything else in your life, doesn't it kind of make sense that you would like have your people like set up good candidates for you? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like when you get to that level and like everything else is done for you the way you want it, it's not a huge departure. Like, it's not a big leap to be just like, okay, I need a new girlfriend. Can you guys help me out? Well, I mean, if you don't have a lot of time, right? You're like, listen, I've got, you know, marketing meeting at four. I've got a photo shoot at six. You know, s- tape some some potential pussy for Here's me to what you, do. <laughs> you, you get a lawn chair. You go to the airport and you sit right in front of one of those people movers and you just let the women just zip left to right, right by you. And then, you know what I mean? That sounds And creepy. you're sitting there with your with your airport pizza, just or maybe like a rocking chair. Anyway, you're, I mean, speed dating is a thing. 
you what? know, like speed dating. Oh it's yeah, but I, I'll say this though: Did the women? I don't remember. Did the did the women know they were auditioning to be his wife? I think in the beginning, no. Okay, well, and that's... then it and then it became clear later. Now, what would your maybe it was just like a you know they do chemistry reads? That's a thing. It's definitely a thing. But you know, also hashtag me too. I don't know. Yeah, like. it's really freaky. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to push this. <laughs> we're not Scientologists. You got really worried, like because <laughs> yeah. we actually do live like near I'm Scientology like, condos. Yeah. They're all wait, out I'm here. Sorry, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I know I you're know new to LA. Well, you think center. they don't? You don't? You don't think they live around here? So the Scientology Celebrity Center is like a mile over there or whatever. But but there's a condo because I used to drive Uber and in the morning I would drive them all the time in their little men in black outfits over to the Scientology. You've buildings. seen them like uh, by Sunset and Vermont subway station. There are always like pairs of Scientology people trying to recruit and like pass out flyers on that corner. Like, I don't know. You just kind of always see them because sunset there is like a big Scientology strip. Mm. And um, I don't know, just something about where that subway stop is. Like I always drive through that intersection. I see them standing on the corners. But like, you know, you've seen them in their vests. You know know these vests. Now I know that they have like that special underwear. What? what? Well, you guys don't know about no. this. No. There's the special undergarments, underwear that they have to wear. Those like super long. The men wear super long, like white shorts and like a white t-shirt they, under all of their clothes. And then the women have special underwear that they have to wear. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. The whole thing. That well, look. Strange. But yeah, now you're gonna see these vested people everywhere. Anytime you see someone in a vest handing out flyers, it's a Scientologist. Great. And so apparently, yes. they all live in a apartment complex over there no but what they do is you'll audition for a project and it won't say it's a scientology project and then you'll get like a callback and sometimes i know people that have been in theater productions and they don't know till they're like hours into rehearsal that it's a scientology production they have a media center here now yeah it's yeah pretty they cra- just built they a brand own, new like broadcast they have a tv channel sunset. yeah it's like just when they had the chance to put like a nail in the coffin on these guys. And you know how Leah Remini did that? Like, what's the name of her show? It's called like yeah. After Scientology. After yes, Scientology. Mm-hmm. Scientology just la- la- premiered another show called like Inside Scientology, mm-hmm. but it's Scientology sponsored. So they're like trying to like capitalize off the success of Leah Remini's show about like getting an inside look at what goes on in Scientology, except they made it themselves. It's wild. It's really smart. And also... Are they going to listen to this and then come kill us? They're coming out. Oh, they're one okay. of our biggest sponsors. So that? at 6 p.m. <laughs> oh, great. Great. And we'll have an informal cocktail party. I was wondering that weird underwear on. Bring your well, underwear, folks. Great. They actually, uh, I'll, I'll stop, I could use I'll some stop talking about them soon, but they do, do have their own laundry mat at the base of the <laughs> Scientology Center. There's a whole there's a whole city block that's like a laundromat, um, a, a bookstore. I mean, they have to spend thousands in books. I thought I was bad. Like in college, you have to spend like 200 bucks for like a econ book or yeah. whatever. And then they'd resell it for like 190, but they'd pay you five bucks for it. Well, they've yeah. got their own book. Yeah, they have a whole, it's like a whole giant pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Anyway, please subscribe. Even if you're a Scientology um, goer will take your subscription to the podcast. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, if w- you're an actress, what would your audition plan be? Uh, oh. Not not plan B. What would your what would what would be your <laughs> audition technique if you were able to cast your better half? Like if you were able to look oh, for a dude and audition them. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, well, I'd make all of them get naked first of all, and then I'd just go from <laughs> there. Hashtag me too. Right? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. No. Um, Oh God, I don't. That's. I mean, are you gonna do a casting break? What's your casting breakdown? It's all oh, right. You're not gonna come breakdown. off. Oh great. Uh, I like that. Age um, range. 
Um, part of me wants to do like a mock of like what I see every day, which is like sexy, but smart yet sensible, but like aloof. (laughs) The ones that we see as women all the time. Um, no. Okay. So if I was going to cast my guy, funny, physically fit, health aware, um, intelligent, driven, likes to travel, likes to eat, likes the finer things, um, likes to have adventurous, sexy time. Um, and how about don't audition if you're this? Don't audition <laughs> if you have a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't audition if you uh, are a Scientologist, uh, but please subscribe to Unless your dick's big. <laughs> Unless your dick's it's big. It's one or the other. You can't yeah. Um, is the yeah. dick thing, is that a factor? Have you been with, a, have you had been with like a micropenis before? I've, I have. Micropenises do not work. I will say that right now. But, you know, if it's on like the smaller side, honestly, it just depends on how you, how you use it. I'm for real. That's just how But have goes. you ever been with a guy that it was like, put that away. You're going to scare people too big um because there has to be like i feel <laughs> yeah, bad when i mean I there see was guys. one person but you know you'd be surprised be surprised <laughs> okay so though okay we're gonna st- be surprised about what how deep a vagina goes uh, jesus you know, christ Sasha. i mean <laughs> <laughs> they're very flexible we were all going innuendos and she goes how humans. deep a vagina goes <laughs> i'm just Somebody gonna to say it. <laughs> I like oh. to know what we're talking about. No, but because for men, I mean, what what we see in a woman, I think in everything a women, in a woman, I can't in let a that go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak what good. I don't speak good. What we see in the ladies is um is uh all we can see it all up front. Like we know when a girl's tits are uh, being pushed up to her chin. You know what I mean? Like you might get a little confused with what you're looking at, but it's not like when a lady sees a guy's dick for the first time because you have no idea what he's swinging till you sometimes, see it. Sometimes you you may you can I, take I, an you, edit. Look, you, got a, like, you get a feeling. Who's that actor from John Hamm? No, John Hamm is no, a no, sledgehammer. No, the one that dated Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Ben Brad Affleck. Pitt? Wait, no, Wait, no the guy him. from the show about the missing people. Lost? Oh, no, the, yeah, the the leftovers. Leftovers. Je- Justin. Oh, Justin Thoreau. Oh my god, I was gonna say Trudeau. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Justin no. Thoreau has a, yeah, he's got a hog. He's got a fat dick. Wait, how do you know that? You can okay, just see in it, like w- the first season, it, maybe one of the first episodes, he's like jogging in gray sweatpants, and his dick is just swinging, mm. and it like became a big joke. They like had him do running in sweatpants like a couple more times, <laughs> but they like always made him wear two pairs of underwear <laughs> after that. But like it was a thing. That he didn't realize. Pants like, to wear if you're a dude, if you want to show it off, just wear sweatpants. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to tie this back to Scientology, but in college, I did a but date I auction, and I did, oh and God. I decided everyone they would parade the guys out, and they would come out to some song, and the chicks and everyone in the audience would bid on you, and and it was a it was for Greek life, and it was to raise money. So like a- every every sorority would pull money together to ra- to to win the guy, uh-huh. and the fraternities would try to bid on some girl, and it would go, and it would there'd be bidding wars between the fraternities because like this girl would be like dating a guy in another fraternity and then there's another dude like 400 and, they, and the price would get high people were spending money on this do you remember that was actually like controversial way back when when uh what's her name duchess of cambridge what's her name no idea what's yeah the royal that- shit fergie judy dench no the pretty <laughs> one 
I think the Judy's pretty in her own Kate Middleton? <laughs> oh, yes, he- Kate Helen Middleton. Kate Middleton. Okay, okay. This is You're what welcome. I'm talking about. The young girl, when she was like dating Prince William and things were starting to get serious, the media like dug up that she had done one of those exact things because they went to school together. It's always for charity. Yeah, a charity like date auction kind of thing. And, you know, she had been like scantily clad or something, but also... Prince William was probably in the same thing. And also Look, I was auction. in college. This is 2003 or 2004. I was a freshman or a sophomore. Anyway, I decided <laughs> I didn't. I'm going to do my story. I know you tried to not. You don't want to. Have you heard this story before? I don't know. Probably. So everyone goes out and I was like, no, you start the music. I'm going to slide out. Old time rock and roll. Oh, Tom Cruise. Risky okay. business. Dun, 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 dun. And here's how it goes. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And then you slide. So the music comes and nobody knows it. Everybody's like in their car, like, please no. And I so I go back. I go back. You know, ass first. You know, but I I really and I took a few shots because I was nervous because I hadn't been on a stage before. This is a big deal for me. And I had my I had double socks on because I wanted to really fly. My question is, that's my new nickname. Did you stuff your underwear? Gonna get to that. So I and okay. So it was. I, 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 I double I double boxer briefed it. And I know you're supposed to just wear briefs, but I was like, come on. My sister's in the audience, first of all. Yeah, She's in another you sorority. Gotta watch out. Um, so my sister's in the audience. And, uh, but I was, my nerves, I was so nervous, which I think was natural, that my dick went complete, like, <laughs> button on a fur coat. <laughs> it, it literally went inside. It was literally, <laughs> yeah. it could not have retreated farther. I, I've done the polar bear plunge, like the New, Year, the New Year's swim where you go in like the ice cold water. Yeah. This was as bad, mm. if not worse. Like, <laughs> gonzo. Mm. But it created, instead of like your dick hanging, it created... Like my dick was almost like boner status, but shrunken boner. Mm. You know what I mean? Like straightforward. Like it was so small that it couldn't hang. It just so, stuck it's out. So in with, with that combination with the boxer briefs made it look like I had a huge dick. And um, oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, I won the date auction, ninety five dollars, which is a lot for guys. Wait, no one, so you say that your dick is the you know equals ninety five dollars? Like it's worth <laughs> in two thousand and three. Yeah. 2000, okay, in, I like inflation. Think, yeah, I like to think. <laughs> Got it. Got it. It's probably over a hundred bucks but by yeah. now. <laughs> men's Life value, goals. yeah, men's value goes up. Tasha's so disappointed in my story, <laughs> my small dick story. That's what you got to do is tell your shitty yeah. dick well, story. I'm not going to tell you the story about when dick. like it hung the right because it's uh, it's all based on the weather, just like women's hair. You with your humidity in that. It's okay. like men's dicks. One day you're going to get laundry. And maybe, you know, Justin Thoreau was having a good day. Yeah, his testosterone was high. Maybe he did squats the day before. He ate a lot of peanut butter. He could have had like a testosterone dump and he's just having a good dick day. Okay. Oh, I also, didn't realize just, that was a thing. Yeah, you like just ruined it for everybody who thought you had a big dick who was there that day. You just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because there was this guy, crushed that this guy Mike, who was in my fraternity. You know when the, the guys with the really big dicks, because whenever they get drunk, they end up showing people their dicks. It's when your dick's nope. a certain size... And you get and again, he's he's showing other dudes. I don't know if that's like a me too thing when another dude shows you his dick. I've seen many of my friends' dicks. Haven't seen Darren's dick. Don't know what he's packing. But Mike Sibs had a big dick, and everyone knew he did. People listening, there's people listening that you know 
nostalgic. They were like, yeah, you're right. Mike had a big dick. This guy, Eric Sardina, had a big dick in high school. We were uh, we all went to f- uh, football camp together. And I remember walking down the hallway naked, holding his dick with both hands. Whoa. And everyone goes, dude, what are you doing? Put-. And then he goes, and he lifts his hands and he goes, what? Come on. <laughs> the fucking Greek sausage. Wow. You just remember. But I remember Mike, in this instance, was asking me if I stuffed my boxers. Because he, I think he thought my dick looked big. I think he was a little worried about it. And I was like, no, nah, I didn't stuff him. And I guys like, damn. But what they didn't realize is there was just, I think, the the engineering of the shrunken boner made mm. it actually work in my favor. Shrunken boner. There's shrunken so boners. There's so many good nicknames for you right now. Double socks. Shrunken <laughs> boner. Like, yeah. I just, I'm just like clocking all of them. Yeah, it's weird. And then, uh, yeah, so anyway, that was that, was that story. But uh, yeah, so uh, how do we... Uh, I don't, I don't know where that came from, to be honest. <laughs> Scientology. That's yeah. where it came from. Well, we were talking it about dick sizes. Started. Well, it's really... Look, there's a lot of things with we break down with genders that aren't fair. It's not fair that women can kind of shame guys on their dick size, but we just which is part of the thing. If any guy was like, yo, man, I want some chick with some tight-ass pussy, like, fuck that. But, that, like, no one... Guys don't care, I don't think. I guess, the, I guess mm-hmm. the one thing you can say about a girl is that she's, like, loose. Like, that's, like, the insult. Like, she's a slut. You know what I mean? Like sure. that would be the, the the male version of shaming a woman, but I feel like men just love women, and the only fucking <laughs> unless bullshit. Unless you love men. Unless you love men. Yeah. And you you're you're in the theater world, so you probably get <laughs> both of that. Yeah. What's, and the entertainment business. So rest, is it you know, hard to everywhere. meet guys because you're in the theater world? Because there are more gay men in that world. Like no. like, would you date? Mm-hmm. Uh, would would you would you marry a man? Of the theater, <laughs> a man of the a theater, an M O T is what you yeah. like to say. M O T T a mot. Like, does that fit into um, your, what you're looking for? Uh, well, I've actually I have a rule. I don't date actors. I've never dated an actor. Um, yeah, I have I, a similar rule. It's called no male models. <laughs> and just yeah. five minutes ago, I it's checked my that. Instagram DMs, and there was a new male model. Hey, Ooh. are you in L A? And I looked at his pictures, and I was like, nope. I find that with models, the um, the their ability to hold my attention and appeal to my intelligence is just so minimal. Mm-hmm. You think good-looking men are dumb? I'm gonna go ahead and say that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I think that really good-looking people in general, like I've I've found uh, to have a substantial, meaningful conversation with them, I'm always shocked when I do. And I, I don't th- I don't mean that in, to be mean, but I just I think. Well, they, everybody the has their gifts. When you're an gifts. attractive person, you know, a lot of times you things are handed to you. And if you're, you know, you weren't raised in a way where, like, your parents were, like, work for this or, you know. Well, and you sort of just, like, don't have to cultivate other skills. Right. You know, like, if you are a star Take athlete, Tasha, you don't have example. to work hard in your classes at school. I was going to say Tasha's, Tasha's definitely the exemption yeah. to the rule. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. What's, what skills are you cultivating there, Sweet Cheeks? What do you mean? They're a nice wow. long eyelash. <laughs> Sweet cheeks. Okay. Hey, hashtag. Toots, what skills do you got there? Can you can you ha- get hashtagged when it's your own partner? No, I, I don't know. That's, I, that's, why, I I did, like that's why I stopped at hashtag. <laughs> I was like, mm, they're hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> She's a prisoner. Okay, great. Yeah, blink so you twice. Are so it's <laughs> Domestic you Violence Awareness <laughs> Month. Just so Oh, yeah, you got knows. your purple fingernails. I got my purple fingernails on. Yay. They're chipping. But that's good because of the color purple. Finger. That's why they make them purple. That's what they said. That's what Which Whoopi I've never said. Seen the movie, so I don't know what, even if that lines up. But anyway, back to you. So you wouldn't um, date an actor? No, no. Or model. I mean, I, I, d- I dabbled a little bit, but I, but just for like one 
person, I I like wouldn't. I, I don't know. I just have a rule against it. I don't find what's it like their attractive. biggest problem. Like, what's the biggest thing that's a problem for you with them? It's just, uh, I know when you get cast alongside somebody, it's usually because you have chemistry with them, right? Or they think that you will, right? So I think a lot of times people can get mixed up in that and, and you know, act on it during where you're working. First of all, I always respect the integrity of the work, first and foremost. So, like, if there was anything to happen, it would happen after whatever we did together whatever show we were in whatever thing we were filming but after the fact I'm always 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 glad that I never acted on it every single time but because have you, have you just, been tempted I mean like oh yeah I've been super so tempted popular. I've been tempted with actors who were like coming on to me and married you know what I mean but I I I have respect for myself I have respect for the work and I have the self um, what is that? Discipline? The self, yeah. like, yeah, this, well, to, to not, to I'll not. Say this. And also, like, the risk involved. Because it could totally blow up in your face, and then you've just, like, fucked up the whole well, production. Also, yeah, and it's a very small world, and, like I, yeah, like I said, I think the second you sleep with somebody you're working with in a show, it, it ruins whatever that. The, 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 yeah, the, it's is. almost like the anticipation, or, like, the, the chemistry, like, knowing what potential. you can't have. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's the potential that there could be something there, but, like, you don't have it yet. That right. makes it exciting, that right. keeps that chemistry alive the, mm-hmm. the Weinstein's of the world um, mm. you know and he's obviously the biggest of the scum but there's a lot underneath him that you know oh, yeah. do like indie films that you would never hear of and just it, there are the, the trickle dimes insane but like they they know who they're preying on like you're going to audition for something and they're going to see a professional who like walks in and I'm not victim blaming but there's a naivete to younger uh, newer actresses that go into these audition rooms and then the second audition's in the living room and they're, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's such a cliche th- oh maneuver, God. but it happens all the time. Mm. I mean, it's also easy to caught up, get caught up because you come out to LA or New York or wherever and you're like trying to make your dream happen and like you can taste it you're so close like you know you're one of the last people that they're trying to choose between and you're like this could be my big break and so I think for a lot of people you're like willing to let things slide a little bit or like tiptoe around like do this little dance because you don't want to be the one that fucks it up for yourself paint those red flags Mm. yeah exactly paint them white because you're just afraid of like I don't know, missing out because you took something the wrong way. You know, we're always like blaming ourselves. Like, oh, is, did he really mean it like that? Or am I overreacting? I have to tell really Tasha didn't. all this time the way I see the world. And, and it can come off cynical, but I'm like, that dude's trying to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Or even like, and, I, and again, the, the, the girl who wants you to go to the wedding, I'm like, you, and again, I know this sounds horrible to say, but I'm like, she wants you because you're going to be a beautiful girl in her photos. That's and women are that crazy. True. Women are that crazy that Ooh, they want. This sounds... No, this? so Dave is upset because I'm not upset. I just got invited to a wedding but it's like a new friend it's a you know oh, I, I just see. really you know, we had met a couple times through like through mutual friends but hadn't really like connected connected and then we were just um at like a week-long thing together had a good time and we're hanging out a lot and so she texted me and she was like listen like I know we're new friends but like I really want to invite you to my wedding Aww. and she's keeping it super small and intimate too so I was like really flattered and Dave's like she just wants you there in her pictures and I'm like way to be supportive supportive. I wasn't right? invited to Double the wedding sucks. what's the standard no ring no uh no ring no bring I actually told her <laughs> that because we were talking about it we were just talking about wedding planning and 
how expensive it is and that it's crazy. Yeah. But Tasha's and like, you can come to Cabo if you want. And I'm like, and I'm not even invited Ooh, to the wedding. Cabo? But no. then I was thinking, I was thinking like, New friends. I would actually, it actually works out better. I don't have to go to the wedding. I can just go to the mm. resort and hang. But again, absolutely. Yeah. That's like, why I don't want to get married. I'm not getting married. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Just because of the actual wedding. I don't know. I just don't. It's not a thing. Or it's the institution. I'm excited about. Yeah, the institution. I don't really believe in it. I, my well, let's talk about that. Divorced, uh, are divorced. And They're, it was like really How long, old were you when that happened? It took them. I think. Okay. So I have trouble with the timeline here. But uh, my parents got. I think my mom asked for the divorce like when I was like 12 or something. No. No, no, no. I think I, it was older. Have you talked to your mom about it as an adult? Like, do you know yeah, why? Of course. I mean, it, the, the divorce went on for like 10 years. It was insane. Because they would get back together? No, or? it was the litigation. Jeez. It was, it, was, it was fucking awful. And the only yeah. people that win are the lawyers. They're on the same team. Yeah. Just like politics. Republican, Democrat, they're all on the same team. Yeah. Lawyers, they're all making maker, their money. For sure. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of, I don't, I, I, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's just, I, I, you know, how marriage originated. I know it's not what it's not like that anymore, but, um, I don't, I don't know. I also don't think humans are monogamous creatures. I think it's a choice to be monogamous. I think if we were, um, built that way that chemically, once we found like our person, we would not be attracted to anyone else or want to fuck anybody else. Plus you're seeing, you're seeing these actors that are married that are hitting on you. Right. And I, right. So I also how have blatant trust is issues, that, by I the guess. Way. Yeah. How blatant are they hitting um, on you? Well, some of them, like this one actor, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but uh, my very first feature film that I did Justin where I Thoreau. played an Amish girl. His name is Justin Thoreau. Um, <laughs> I played an Amish girl who gets possessed. Don't worry about it. Uh, I've played possessed many times in my life. It's super fun. Um, but he, his very first day on set. Is this film online or something? This is, yes, it's online. Okay, so someone could watch this film. Right, but they don't know which actor I'm talking okay, about. Okay, cool. Okay. There's several actors <laughs> in it. I'll do my homework. Uh, his very first day on set, he comes up. To, or like we're standing there, you know, waiting for them to get the lighting done or whatever. And uh, he's talking to me. And all of a sudden, he shifts the conversation to vibrators. Like immediately, just starts talking to me about vibrators. And he's like, yeah. And so there's this one called The Rabbit. where uh, So you got this little tickler thing on the Yeah, we got that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Everybody's got that one, right? And, but I was like, I was, in, I was like, like 20 three or something and I was like oh okay you know I didn't you trying know I was to trying agreeable. to be nice and I was like oh thank you so much for telling me about that you know my midwest roots and uh later on that night we were all in the same hotel in the same hallway and it was kind of like college it was really fun and the sound guy was like Jess you gotta come here I go into his room and he presses play on the sound he recorded the entire fucking oh thing. my god <laughs> it was so fucking good it was so good I was like this so the did, things that you say when you're mic'd oh up like man, you, you gotta never, be careful man right? but did the sound remember. guy then hit on you after that what? no I'm well no. he's like you gotta watch out for these creeps here's my number because <laughs> that's the thing with no, guys he had some jam sessions and stuff in his room but I but that was like with other people around. so would you hook up with crew you won't date an actor, but crew. I've hooked up with crew before. Ah, okay. Yeah, I would hook up with crew. I love crew. So crew is better than the actor. Crew's Their job's got more stability. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I don't what, know why what, I have uh, such a thing with that. What kind actors. of crew have you hooked up with? This might be too um, inside for ADs. an audience. ADs. Assistant directors. Okay, you mm-hmm. like men, men of power. 
Um, Any grips? And grips. Yeah. A grip. A grip. <laughs> Women yeah. love the grips because they're like the tool man on set. Yeah. They're... They got the strong <laughs> hands and they're, you know, the, the grips can get in your way as an actor. I feel like the grips have the easiest to hit on an actress mm. on set because yeah, they're, they're they, around they're yeah. around and they can pretend like they're rigging something up with their hands and they, they all look really like Ma- MacGyvers because they're literally their job they're called grips their job mm. is to like build shit with their <laughs> hands right away yeah and you're just looking at them like oh hey Pete I've always been attracted to DPs but it's never worked out for whatever that's director reason. of photography I, I don't know some people might not know these terms DP oh, right. sounds DPs. like a porn it does thing. double <laughs> penetration yeah, I've always been attracted director to director of a, a cinematographer <laughs> well a cinematographer is like I mean he make, yeah. he's, his job is to make <clears throat> you beautiful or at least make well, the scene no. beautiful I mean, yeah. depending on yeah, d- yeah make you look like a possessed Amish person like I just always jobs. like it's really it's a really artistic kind of thing and you know for the record I'm not like fucking the crew during my jobs <laughs> by the way no it's but just, it's like you're all working of this has with and after the fact, like I said, like I never act on anything during a project ever because, again, I respect the project. I respect you. Never act in the se- in the sexual manner. No, because that's a little complicated. So you don't. No, act. I act. I act my face off. <laughs> so why possess? Why possessed? Why do you why play was, possessed? Why was she possessed? Well, you know, some people want to do their M Night Shyamalan um, version of storytelling and that's why but do you think that you are um, is that a stronger thing that you play is possessed or is it just (laughs) when i was younger i did it you know in like a lot of movies and like sketches and stuff there was a sketch and i feel like if somebody's watching your reel and they see that you can do this thing then and that's what (laughs) they're looking for then like it's easy to like have a type and like right, yeah. just be, you know, like What's I'm known type? for Sexy my possessed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like it when one eye looks possessed Sexy and the other doesn't. Sexorcism. Last night, Tasha, we were eating sushi, and then she leans back, and I go, "What the fuck's the matter with you?" She looked like she was going to murder me, and she was like, "Nothing, babe. I'm fine. That's just my face." <laughs> oh my god! But she literally would just like went into this, and I I get it. Sometimes I'll like look like I'm solving a math problem, and she's like, "What are you thinking about?" I'm like, "If you only knew." Like I'm just thinking about like jump sex, roping. Sex, no, baseball, no, 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 just baseball. baseball, baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I'm running. I'm going in my head to, to like to run in a defensive play. Like, well, if the pitcher, you know, I'm just. Oh, I see. Men are just. We we really don't operate on on that deep of a level. I think that you know they say no. men can only process like one emotion at a time, and women can do like eighteen. Oh yeah, I we think are you guys can only think about one thing at a time too, because I'll tell Dave like to pick up the house, and like he does one thing, and like the forty other things that he should have noticed didn't get noticed. Yeah, I, I dumped. She, she told me to dump out the uh, vacuum dust. Oh man, and, uh, that's like a given. Twenty minutes later, she found parts of the vacuum in the, <laughs> in the <trash>. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> she was like, "Babe, you've you never have a- emptied a vacuum." She was like, "Babe, you have a attention. You have the bad attention mm. span." I was like, "Well, no, this isn't an attention span thing." Um, oh, look at that bird. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh, I really thought there was a bird outside. No. What an actor! <laughs> and that is acting. Um, the whole audience scene. is like, You're <laughs> no, it's like you know, but she, she thinks I'm a fucking idiot. But she'll uh, like twice this year locked herself out of the house. So like, shit, like I don't call you out on but, that. Whoa, but whoa. prior to that, I hadn't locked myself out of the house for eight years. So well, but twice I'm allowed. In one year is a little Listen, nerve. Sometimes you get stressed and you forget your keys. That's what happens. But the yeah. point is, is that with someone who's like Intasha case someone who like is a kind of a know-it-all you're a know-it-all you know it all you know well, it all. when she you know everything she's, look she's not she denying it <laughs> yes you do not leave okay. when you're a know-it-all no. and you see someone else 
do something that's different or not the way you would do it. Like my buddy Darren's this way. He's like, why'd you do it that way? And I always feel like I have to explain myself. And it's like, I'm a creative. I, I, I multitask. I do a bunch of things at once. I'm super productive. I'll paint a house faster than anybody. Will there be some holidays, as they call them, some spots I missed? Yeah. Like, it's not good work. <laughs> I do a lot of shit. I don't do it well, but I do a yeah. lot of it. <laughs> right brain, right brain. Yeah. Let me do 90% of the shit, and you can come in I'm and trying to understand how you think that this is like a praise of yourself, because both of us are on the same page over here, good. knowing that. Enjoy it. Fine. I'm just saying, I'll be the mule who tills all the land, and you can go in there every once in a while and change the blade. No, or I'm walking do. around behind you it's doing it metaphor. right it when you messed like it up. Good role play that was a good Amish role. <laughs> hey, listen, spice it up in the bath in the bathroom <laughs> or the bedroom. So uh, look, I mean, it's not it's not rare that you have trust. I mean, Tasha has huge <laughs> trust issues because men are always trying to sell women shit that mm-hmm. you don't need to buy. Well, and she's beautiful too. And I think when when you're when you look like Tasha, there's innately this you know thing you probably have of like all right is this person just being nice to me or do they you know do they want to fuck me yeah i think in general a lot of girls probably feel that way you know (laughs) like you know you gotta suss out when someone's approaching what what do they want you know i've i've actually noticed um listening to that uh uh-oh feeling kind of like what you were talking I, i was gonna talk about that when you were talking about you know when girls go into the room and are auditioning also i'm trying to negotiate this calling girls women thing I, sh- I feel like i should need to be calling them women more yeah. instead of girls but it's really it's difficult because it's so embedded in can i tell you my new joke it's a society. one-liner because of that okay yes go. and then and we're gonna go right yeah. back to that my new joke is ah, i just found out my chick's retarded and i go i know i'm not supposed to say that word i'll say it again i just found out my lady's retarded and then the whole place laughs uh-huh. trust me it's yeah funny. but Nailed like it. i said lady still is not it should be woman no but ladies sounds funnier than yeah woman. okay because you know i can't say woman or woman I already fucked it up on this podcast. Women. I can't. <laughs> I literally. Women. Yeah, I have a speech Listen, impediment. Are... Hey, women's can't even. I have a speech impediment. Anyway, back to you. Yeah, Do tell you us really? about the uh-huh. well, kind of. I, I, had, I couldn't say world growing up. I have a hard time pronouncing my R's. I'm from New England. It's hard to say R. I hear but it worked very you hard to did. say you sounded did like you a pirate have, um, like spe- did you go to yeah speech? I had to go to therapy and I felt embarrassed because I had to leave class and then my oh yeah they did speech, that thing where they pulled my speech therapist or whatever was kind of cute she was like you know in hindsight probably like in college it was like her interning and I was seven mm, <laughs> and I was that's like another fantasy but aren't you glad you learned how to say R but why do they why do they have to you know I had to say therapy like I couldn't, Aww, I had to go speech see, therapy. Cute. Like fuck, <laughs> call it something else. It's speech cute when class. You're, when you're a little kid. <laughs> so where are you going? Speech ther- ah, Fucking speech class. <laughs> like I'm not. Anyway, so back to you. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, wait. What was I talking about? Oh, the uh oh feeling. The uh oh feeling. Oh yeah, the uh oh feeling. I've really. Um, but wait, well, why was I talking about that? Uh, <laughs> no, being hit about, on. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Cultivating that again because I think like for trusting so long your as a woman, we have as women we have been kind of um convinced to silence that and especially when you go into an audition you're like well i am in like the last three and oh well it is in his living room and i have this uh oh feeling but i'm just gonna go anyway and like i had this um i actually had i had the meeting i had like the quintessential like joey tribbiani's agent meeting here i've been taking meetings with people and this guy this is an old white man who I, I the story is really long, so I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Get into but, it. I mean, it's it's it, okay. All right. <laughs> so I, walk, I walked into the office, and there's this beautiful blonde young girl sitting woman. 
young woman, <laughs> see what I mean? Young woman sitting on the bench in the office and his door's open and he's in there. And, and I was like, have you, you know, have you talked to him? And she's like, no, I'm just waiting. So I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Cause I've, you know, I don't have time. For yeah. So I was like, excuse me. Did you want one of us to come in? Or he's like, oh, there's people out there. I was like, yep. And so he's like, yeah, 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 come on in. So the one girl goes in and he leaves the door open so I can hear everything he's saying. And I smell bullshit like from a mile away. So my gut, my uh-oh feeling is like, I should go. I should leave. Is he a manager? Uh, he's or an like agent. An agent? Like okay. lower level agent. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, uh, man, I should go. But my curiosity was just so. Like I was you like, almost want to see if they're like, going to try see. it on you. Yeah, well, like, yeah I let just me wanted see to, how this is going to go so down. Curious. What like, kind I of bullshit it. are you hearing? Okay, so I'm hearing like, just oh yeah, well, I, when I see you know someone who's talented, like I know we we need to get you your immigration papers first. There's this girl who there's this woman. <laughs> here, here oh, this. so she's not even. There's this woman who's next door. Yeah, he's like this woman I work with next door. Tell her I sent you. Here's my cell phone. Call me. I'll p- I swear I'll pick it up. I always pick it up if you have any questions. I can tell when people are talented. Da, 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 you know, blah, blah, Because you got to be like, stop right. traffic. And he's like, honey, you're beautiful. Old. I can see this. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. So she leaves. And as she's leaving, I, I really just want to turn to her and be like, get out of here. <laughs> just don't stay. You know, like, don't do it. But like, <laughs> she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. So, yeah. and then she leaves and then like nothing. And so I'm like, um, should I come in? He's like, oh, there's someone else out there. I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. We scheduled a meeting. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I like, got places oh, to Come be. here, come here, come here. And I go, and he's got, like, his headset on. He's like, listen, I got to call my daughter. It'll be, like, 10 to 15 minutes. We're, we're having a disagreement. I really, it's important. I need to talk to her. Is that okay? And I, I know I kind of had a stink face on. But I was like, yeah, sure. Because I knew, at that point, I knew I wasn't going to sign with him. I already, just wanted to see how this went. Yeah. But I've already committed. Like, fucking- yeah. I found a great parking spot. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I just want to enjoy this. So he shuts the door and I can hear every word he's saying. And he starts to cry on the phone. And he goes, just don't ever doubt that I love you. Don't Jeez. ever doubt. Right. And like, and just being like, I know I'm not a good listener. And, da, da, da. and as he's talking, this woman comes in with her daughter. And then there's another guy who comes in. So he's got all these meetings happening. And he's in there like crying on the phone with his daughter. Who And, and for the rest of the conversation, it sounded like he was in a business meeting. It was very strange. So he comes out drying his eyes. He's like, I'm so sorry. You know, I have my, my daughter. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> look at me crying. You're probably like, who's this guy? <laughs> Come on in. And I was just like, oh God. And we sat and we, uh, you know, talked and he's like, uh, well, um, you know, do you have any questions for me? And so I asked him my questions and he's like, well, yeah, I could definitely see you playing a cop. I could see you do this, but let me be straight with you. And then this is where I was like, I'm oh, so glad here's the good stuff. He goes, first rodeo. Listen, he's like, you're not a leading lady. I mean, you're pretty. You're like real life pretty, but you're not flawless like leading lady flawless. And it's going to be really hard for you to get theatrical representation out here. You know, most people want to sign you across the board and da da da. And he, this white, old white that man so proceeds to tell me. And I think he was picking up on my vibe of like, I'm. Cause it was, I kind of had this smile on my face the whole time, and this kind the of the fuck like, you and I was smile like laying back. It had a slight fuck you in it, but it was just kind of like, mm, okay, you're 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 an old, ugly white man <laughs> telling me who I am, what I can do, 
how hard it's going to be in this business for me, what you think I am. And I was just like, you don't even know me, dude. And he just, and I've had many, many meetings. And it was just like this guy having known me for 30 seconds is able to tell me like, this is just like rolling off of his tongue. And then of course he gives me a cell phone number. If you have any questions, if you have any questions and then he goes, Oh, so you've been working out here. And I was like, well, yeah, I've been, I, you know, I've been doing really well commercially so far. And, and, then you know, this, and he's like, Oh, you have commercial agents. I was like, yeah, I'm with blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, if you were with a commercial agent, we wouldn't even consider representing you. And I was like, okay, great. Um, well, Good I'm chat. not leaving them. Can I have my headshot back? You asked for your headshot I back? I asked for my headshot back. Uh, yes. And then he's like, well, call me. Call me if you change your mind. And, da, da, da. and I should have pushed further. But I had that thing that happened where I was like, Jess, you're new here. You don't know who knows who. Like, don't, don't be too assertive yeah yeah well, and mean, now i am kicking myself no because for honestly not. anything more than what you did i think is like ego like you just politely say all right you we've wasted enough of my time and i'm gonna leave now yeah you know what i mean but i know i know that feeling but it's like unless you're gonna save the but pe- also like i find myself being less and less apologetic and less and less hard on myself for being a huge bitch I just don't. Well, I just what do you define being a bitch? Just because like there's a dip, you know. Assertive. There you go. That's assertive. not being a bitch. You're just right. It is not being a bitch. I love that Tasha's like, got black lady hands when she does that. Well, assertive. because it's not fair. Assertive. Because women's entire existence is about being small and we don't want to inconvenience inconvenience the men agreeable. and like yeah being agreeable and like not making waves. And, and especially yeah. even in the business world, you mm-hmm. know, like being a boss woman yeah. is like everyone hates you because being a bossy as a woman is not allowed, but being bossy as a man is praised. And so it's like, I don't know. And assertive equals bitchy. Like if you are assertive mm-hmm. when you're speaking to your boss or men mm-hmm. or whoever, you come off as a huge bitch. And I don't think it's just men that see you that way. I think it's other women that see you that way too. But less and less, I am not feeling bad about it. I'm not apologetic no, about yeah. it. When I see something that's wrong, I don't care about making a stink. Like when no, there's I there's a way to handle it. You there's know, an articula- there's a way to articulate yourself in an open, honest, uh, respectful way. And but that is also not being like, I'm sorry, but no, can we, you know, like to stop saying I'm sorry. As much yeah. Too, but, like, j- you know, like I'm not going to soften this for you. I don't think it's like it's a double a standard for you it. to tell me to like say it easier or say it nicer or protect this person's ego. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to say it how it is, how it looks Good to me, awesome. exactly how a man would say it. And if that's going to bother you, that's your own issue. But like. It's right. not going to be mine. I'm not going to perpetuate this like annoying thing that girls always have to be like s- watching out for everybody else's fa- We need to change the conversation and allow I'm women on, to have uh, a voice, which I think the Me Too movement has definitely, <laughs> like I'm still talking, you're like, I'm, uh, and I'm like, we need to have a voice. And you're like, <laughs> I just want to, no, Dave, no, <laughs> you cannot out. speak. Yeah, I want to be on the record saying I agree with you, ladies. Yeah. I, uh, Good. I, um, I wish Tasha was as much of a bitch to use her word uh, with the pro- their professional people as you are to me when <laughs> you tell me how you feel and i think you're at that stage that we get to like i was saying this a few days ago we're like i'm just like kicking doors down i don't give a fuck anymore i don't give i because i got what you know you say like that men wouldn't soften it like i 
people bump into me and I apologize. Like I'm very agreeable. Like I want people to be happy, but I also have mm. to learn that uh, that the hierarchy exists with men, women, whatever. The power structure is there. I don't have to deal with things you guys have to deal with as far as like uh, men just really always trying to manipulate and use their power to get in your pants. But I have to deal with like every time I show up on a set or something or every casting or every stand up uh, meeting people and them thinking they're better shit than me. And I have to be like, no, no child, we're all humans. And like, Hmm. I have to say that in my own way to be like, you know what I mean? Like we all have to validate ourselves and it sucks because we don't live in a world where we've got a business card that says like junior vice president of so-and-so and people go, Oh, he's like, there's certain, there's certain businesses and enterprises and industries where the hierarchy's built in, like you just know where everyone's place is. And with this, you show up to an audition with some some chick from the Czech Republic who's trying to get her papers, and you're like a working actress who's been in projects with A-listers, and yet this guy's telling you what you need to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It sucks. It sucks, but it's like you're not going to, you know, it's almost like you just, you, you have to just like be above those people. But I do feel like you save yourself a lot of trouble and a lot of wasted time by just like, knowing you know like mm. having your stink like knocking on the door hello we're out here waiting yeah you know it's, it's just that it's that self-respect it's yeah that, it, that i think that's where it all originates you were t- dave you were saying something about like us needing to get validation and i think that exists for many artists especially comedians especially actors oh, yeah. and i think um the the important thing that i've learned especially the last two years i've been on this really interesting spiritual journey with myself and kind of um loving myself and just uh being enough for me and i found that the more compassion and the more love i have for myself the more it just oozes out to other people and i find i'm able to have more empathy and see these because this guy part of what made me stay too was i kind of went just this, this again was a little bit of the woman trying to justify the uh oh feeling, right? But I thought, you know, everyone's going through something. Everyone's struggling through something. He's crying. Those are real tears. He's in pain with his daughter. He, he might be an asshole and have caused it, but whatever, you know, try to be empathetic. And then when he started talking to me like that, I was like, no, he's a dick. But, but that's, but what, he, that's what he has control like over. Seeing ourselves reflected in other people and knowing that we're so much more alike than we are different. Totally. And, and I think that's what's going to heal the world, honestly, is compassion and getting rid of toxic masculinity. This is my plight. This is my platform. <laughs> I'm using it. But you guys are you know going to steal I mean? the podcast and kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toxic masculinity. So how do you get rid of it? Well, it starts as kids. It starts with little boys. There's a really awesome uh, documentary on Netflix called The Ma- Masks We Live In or The... the Shoot, I can't remember. Uh, the Mask We Live In or The Masks We're In or something. And it's a documentary about how we kind of breathe that as, you know, in little boys by saying, be a man. And what does that mean? It means, you know, oh, don't cry. Like little girls can cry, but little boys, if you cry, that means that you're being, you know... Uh, yeah, wuss being... or you're not strong mm-hmm. and the idea of kind of um i'm I'm not saying cry you know uh at everything like don't be a wuss feel but at the same emotions. time right but like feel your emotions allow them to pass through you and move move the fuck on it's yeah we don't teach them strength. how to properly process their emotions yes. or that emotions are okay mm-hmm. so we end up with a lot of guys who are just burying 
all of that mm-hmm. stuff and it's eating them up inside and manifesting itself in other ugly ways well, when Tasha, they get older. I would challenge you with this. <laughs> I would challenge you with this. I mean, you, you've got parents that are married still crazy and I was raised without oh a dad. God, like, I cry way more than you do. I think I share my emotions way more than you do. Do you well, worry that you're bottling up your own? But is that just with her? Yeah. My emotions? Do I mean, we, I get on stations to share with strangers. I, I, okay. I, you would not want me to be your Uber driver. Trust <laughs> me. I would be the fucking. Yeah. I talk so to, the Scientologists love you is what you're saying. I'll talk to <laughs> anybody. You really want to listen to me? It'll just like hit the uh, you know mm. alarm on the elevator. Like doors well, are closed. Well, that's rare. I mean, I do. I have met men that are, are able to access their emotions and it's beautiful. And I love that because it's. You know, it was interesting. I was having this conversation with someone yesterday about it, and they were saying that, um, oh, yeah, you like when guys cry in front of you because it makes you feel like you have power over them. And I said, no, 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 no. It makes it's like a relief. And like, oh, my God. Yes, you're allowing yourself to be a human being. Thank you. You know what I mean? Do you feel that way, Tasha? Or do you feel... Um, well... You see me sharing my emotions. Do you feel Well, do you really want to get into this? Yeah, fuck it. All right. I don't like too many emotions i feel like emotional work is something like sometimes you you need somebody to help you through it but i feel Mm. like a lot of emotional work is personal work that you should Mm. process on your own so i find it very annoying when guys cry in front of me because i feel like it's manipulative Not always, but I feel like you are a very sensitive person. You were raised in a household of women, but like, I I do believe that there are people in the world that use that their emotions to manipulate others. Sure. And I, you know, sometimes it's not with malintent. It just happened. You know, it's not like you have like an ulterior motive, um, that you are, think in your head consciously, oh, I want something out of this and I'm going to cry tears to get there. No, I don't think that's what's happening. I think it's just you you feel your feelings, you get a response from feelings, and so that becomes a habit. I, I, I find it very annoying mm-hmm. when guys cry in front of me because I, I don't like feeling like I'm being manipulated because somebody else is going through something. I don't want to be forced to, you know be gentler or like you know well it's hard to explain because empathy is like an exactly you can just sit there and let them and i think that empathy is a very natural thing but like but you've ran away from my emotions before and sometimes i think if you look at the transcript of what we both just said you would assume that that what you said was the masculine and what i'm saying is the feminine yeah you know, I think our relationship has this normal dynamic, but I think it's flipped it over. I mean, I've read my book about codependency, and they literally talk to you in the book as if you're the woman. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, you might be codependent if your man's out there drinking and not, and you're making excuses for him. And I'm like, I'm the codependent No, one. I think in a lot of instances, making excuses for you. the, the script mean, can be reversed. How many guys have you heard saying that they feel trapped by blah, 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 and oh, here comes the waterworks when their girlfriend's crying or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think in general, like... Emotional work is super important, but we shouldn't be like placing our problems on other people, especially our partners and our friends, um, because it can be very draining. I think always you you can expect that someone would be there for you in an emergency or that your friends will want to help you through things. But like also get a therapist. Isn't that what friends are for, though? No. Yeah, absolutely. I I guess what I guess what I'm saying is the idea that when emotions are suppressed 
they come out in aggress in aggression in anger right and that's where you get domestic violence mm-hmm. that's where you get you know our and it's all administration. fear it's fear driven because like fear of being vulnerable and not being accepted for who you really are or you know yeah being rejected or not and loved. i'm not and saying i'm not advocating that anyone suppress their emotions at all i'm just saying just, that like there's a time and a place there's a and time there's and a place and, yeah yeah I hear and you. like I hear you. you have to be realize i think for me too i'm very stuck. empathetic <laughs> sorry i got stuck in a cord <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> Like naturally empathetic, almost like, wait, what are they? There's a word for it. Empath. People call it like, I'm, yeah, I have so sensitive to other people's moods and feelings and everything that it, I find it physically overwhelming, Mm. not just like emotionally overwhelming, but like my body hurts when other people. Because you're an empath that's an introvert. Which is probably so very tough. So that's something where you have to cultivate your own like protective space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, th- so because I think empathy comes so natural to me, it's almost like when, you, when somebody else is having a tough time, it's like, I obviously want to be there for you. You're my friend, you're my partner, whatever, but also like be aware of the impact that you're having on everybody else. Mm. That's what's tough for me because I want like, I'm an empath, but I'm also Though I can bear other people's issues. I love when my friends call me. I get random friends calling me from random places telling me their (laughs) shit. Like, random. And I'm always there to be like, let's go talk it out. You know, like, Darren, I mean, like, my my buddies are like, we we do have a But you're talking it out. You're talking it out. So it's like managed amount of problems or like managed amount of like, it's like people actively seeking a solution, not just like sobbing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I think, but what I'm saying is I think for you, it's like, yeah, I can understand it being exhausting. I mean, I've read a lot about how, how introverts and and highly sensitive people feel because I can't, I don't know how that is. I can sit in traffic all day. I drove us eight hours. I'll fucking, I can do it. You know, I mean, right. How often do you see me get my, you get so mad that I'm so easygoing and I weaving in and out of traffic. I'm cool. You can't drive. You can't be a passenger. You got to be bound and blinded in the backseat <laughs> you know you, uh, using a coloring book to even make it down the 405 true or false no. wait i don't get that what do you mean by i'm that? saying He's she's the- as a as a passenger or a driver traffic fucking stresses her out so crazy oh, like I I, whereas like i sitting still what anything no anything. it's like the stimulus she, oh. it's never oh, going so fast overwhelmed. yeah like, what i'm hearing is that like you just get you get overwhelmed by yeah in in excess of anything and what yeah. i want to work on because we all have it is anxiety it because mm. tasha's got a couple of new projects that are going to be starting that's going to take a lot of her time and she's already and i'm sorry that i'm speaking for you but <laughs> tell me if i'm wrong you're already starting to freak the fuck out over it and all we can do is plan and mm. and have this and I, I last episode I did was detached mindfulness. Like we need to be detached and be in the moment and do what we can now and not worry. Like Sunday Sunday evenings is tough on you and it's because you're like fuck. I got uh, tomorrow. Here it goes. I understand that though. I understand that. Yeah. I, actually, my therapist told me this one thing to do that's amazing. She said it's called do one thing, and it's literally you just do one. Th- yeah. So you get up and you're like. What's the one thing I'm going to do? Coffee. I'm going to do a somatic ex- or meditate. So you meditate. And you're like, what's the next thing I'm going to do? Do one thing. I'm going to brush my teeth. And you feel it it's really it weird, but it feels like you're accomplishing. Yeah, of course. Because I'm a huge list maker. I mm-hmm. love making lists and crossing shit off. 
And so it's just, it's, it's one a, step at a time and it yeah. makes it easier and less overwhelming because mm-hmm. sometimes you like you, you've got a list a mile long and you, or you've got to do your taxes and like, you don't even know where to start because it's so much. And like, mm-hmm. y- you know, it, it's the, it's, getting started is the hardest part mm-hmm. because you're just hung up on like how much it's going to be. It's but if you do one thing that you got to do, it's a school yeah. report. Do you and meditate? No. Maybe check it out. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, like a, or do even like do like a body scan be, for like two minutes. Yeah. Just go head to toe and just kind of like be like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm really tense on my right side near my eye and then take a deep breath and like try to relax. Yeah. And work your way I down actually really it. enjoy that. It's almost like meditation is like too much. Nothing. No, but you but like if it. I can focus my, then I'm into that. I totally, because I was listening to like headspace or one of those for uh-huh. a while. Yeah. And they told it was like guided to like feel your toes and like work your way up or something. Or maybe it was the opposite direction. But I was like, oh, this is really good. Okay, so I can try Yeah, you like it when you're in yoga. Like you like it when you're put into the position where you have to do it. But it's like and again, we're all guilty of it. Like the cell phone gets out and it's like it's like this forced sort of like procrastinating tool where where it's like. I just I'm gonna put this thing off till tomorrow, and then like we we all know if you have to memorize ten pages, how overwhelming it can be. You just gotta start reading it, and you gotta start breaking it down, and you gotta memorize that first that first that literally that first sentence. But it's true when I'm feeling overwhelmed about just like the work week or whatever. It's just like just take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Just do the things that you can do. Like that's what what I'm worried about for. No, I was gonna say which what I'm worried about for Tasha is that because that as she takes on this new workload, I mean we already we already kind have gotten a scuffle about it and i want to be there for you but i don't want to be different i know but what i'm saying is and i want to be there for you and i want to help i want you to manage how i can help you but i what i don't want babe i already have to manage how you clean no 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 this isn't like an emotional support thing emotional labor yeah i can't do this job for you I want to be there to encourage you and be like your affirmations and be like, mm. good job, honey, this and that. Like, I'll get up early and help you or I'll get out of your way or this or that. I want to be there for you. But what I don't want is to be the one not getting the paycheck from it and also having to deal with your anxiety. It's like, at least if I was dealing with anxiety, cut me a check. You know, I should be a 50-50. And, you know what I mean? But like, I don't want your money. I just want to not have to deal with the stresses from you making Well, I think this does have the potential to be like a high stress venture, but I think um, once I get in the flow, it's going to be okay. Uh, More of the stress now is coming from like the unknown, you know, waiting to start, waiting... not knowing mm-hmm. quite how it's going to go, what I'm going to do. And what does that get you? But then you? once I get there, well, you I, know, you're not supposed yeah. to worry I mean, about the future, right? Like that's the definition of it. anxiety right. is like worrying about things that haven't future happened tripping. yet. Yeah. Um, future tripping. What's future that mean? Future tripping. It's just like that's tripping just about term. what's going to happen in the future. Usually any type of like uh, anxiety or butterflies you have in your stomach are have to do with future tripping. And, and they say anxiety. that depression is about, about the, the past. past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the best thing you can do really is be focused on the present and what you can do in the present and not worry about things that are out of your control or haven't happened. Enlightenment at the hour and one minute mark. Mm. That's me. So wait, depression's about dwelling on the past? Uh, That's what they say. You're sitting back. Mm -hmm. Do you, I mean, do you like, like Jess, do you, do you have sort of a knowledge of what's about to freak you the fuck out? 
like like do you know like going into auditions or, or mm. like do do you know what to avoid because they always say the next level of enlightenment is to not have to not have to react to the issue but avoid it altogether well the last like i was saying the last two years i've really kind of been cultivating self-care and self-love and ways to deal with my anxiety and so i've now have tools to do it um and uh the it's rabbit all, is that the tool rabbit well yeah i carry that around <laughs> in my bag at okay, all times i, I have know. several one in my car one in my house <laughs> one in my purse cigarette charger i'll leave i actually brought one for you guys so you, you know you're we have probably, all the vibrators right We've yeah got... but i mean like you know to add to your collection okay good yeah you're welcome um so because like in in today's world with with the politics the way they are there's a lot of women that are losing their fucking shit yeah i burnt out I burnt out. I was going to protest. I was. You burnt wor- out before like, the election, or like went like hot like uh, after. No, after like um. You were pretty I certain Hillary was going to win. Uh, like spring of this year, I was like I and I kind of got off social media a little bit and just was like I need to focus. That's when I was like, holy shit. The reason why I'm not able to handle this right now is because I haven't done the work on myself. Because you can't help others if you haven't helped yourself Mm -hmm. first, right? And so if I'm showing up depleted to something, it's not going to help anybody. Well, and it's also the the do one thing. Because there's so many things. Every day, it's a half a dozen new things to be outraged about. Mm -hmm. Like, it's nonstop barrage of things. And they feel so outside of your control and so much bigger than you. Is that the... Oh, Boone must have just knocked the vacuum. Um, because it's, it's not about no, no issues are resolved we just move on to the next so one so you sort of have to like if you want to continue to like stay active and feel like you're making a difference sometimes you have to take a step back I mean sometimes you just have I to did. you need to work on yeah. yourself but um, one of the best pieces of advice that I read about like continuing to like be active politically and trying to make a difference is pick one thing pick mm-hmm. one thing pick because you can't do it can't all, do all. Um, so pick the thing that resonates most with you and like, let that be your focus. And it's okay to feel upset about other things, but you can't fix it all. You're just one person. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Yeah. Should we I, end I, on that? Should we end on oh. that? No, 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 no. Keep going. No, no, no. Keep, we're no. getting to all the good stuff. Okay, I need to, to hear to everything stuff. that your well, you therapist says. Do you yeah. edit these and stuff? Or? Absolutely no. not. No. Oh, great. Not unless he says something wrong. Unless you wrong. text me in an hour and go, uh, the, that penis thing I don't like. And then I go, fucking. There was a lot of penis talk. Yeah. There was a lot of penis talk. No, I have, I have once well, in a while. Well, I feel like we did. I, got, I, I feel like we went like kind of serious and like we're funny people. We guess, well, so we, I, feel, I did, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, we have know. to deal we with these serious. Here's okay. the thing for me is like I always, like a lot of people say like you just got to, you can't worry about too much. And this might sound, this might sound um, sort of like, um. Like, I'm not doing my part, but I think you just have to make your own tribe, like, surround yourself by amazing yes. people. And and part of that for me is, like, part of my voice as a comic and podcaster is my amazing people I surround myself with are also the audience. So, like, I might mm. just be surrounding my opinions and my hopes with with you folks, but, like, we try to bring on people that we like, and then and then yeah, maybe, there, maybe there's 10,000 people that are listening that can, like, be, be part of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think it's in the, like, I think this is for me more productive than not to say I can't protest and, and be supportive. Like Tasha, you haven't asked me to go to any of the, like the women's marches, but like I'd go, I'd go with we you. We got one coming up, babe. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll, we'll put it in the calendar. Day. I am super busy now. I'll go with you. Fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I'll and, go you with know? you guys too. Let's, Sweet. Yeah. Let's make a date. I'll send you the Facebook. You invite. guys could be like, 
play sisters in like a movie or something. You yeah. should do a lifetime. Yeah, we do. I was looking at you like, wow, <laughs> she's got eyebrows and I like we do. I have I, eyebrows do and we eyes. Sort I do. Of look alike? Do you want me to leave? What the fuck? Yeah, can you go? <laughs> Get out of your corner. I feel like we can be. Yeah, friends. We both have like yeah, sort of friends. like okay. dark. Yay. Like I just dark met Tasha eyes. today for all the listeners out there. Yeah, for all the listeners. No, but I know there. cool people it's when I see them, and Jess is a cool person. Like who actually we didn't we we've only probably. uh seen each other on a handful of times yeah. before you know what i mean like you know some i feel like you would have a random like central park party i would he showed up to my okay so every Gucci and summer, i showed up or every spring i have a birthday picnic in when i lived in new york city i was uh i would do birthday picnic and this one day it was really shitty weather really rainy cold and dave showed up well, boom with the fucking boom box and we had a boom great box time me you and gooch we had a photo yeah photo. gooch yeah dave just... still won't throw out that boom box please don't uh, it's ever obsolete don't ever. my that little thing's <laughs> gonna be worth a shit ton one day maybe my little speakers <laughs> after like the apocalypse or like in the future no power. Yeah, it'll be like in a case glass case somewhere powers down like... and i'm like i got sun motherfuckers <laughs> and then i can right. play like three songs before the disney cassettes in there yeah no no they take the old style iphone mount so like, like it really the original is. wide one yeah, that 16 bit oh. You know yeah, what I'm so talking you, about? you won't be able to use it. Though. Anyway, so we'll <laughs> continue this at the um, w- at the next Women's March. Yeah, we'll do a Women's but March. But I want you guys to realize, and this isn't an all uh, not all men type of thing. But I want you to realize, because I know Tasha, you've said this like three times this week, that we are we do have your back. Like uh, most, not when you're defending Megyn Kelly. No, I'm defending the hysteria that the media is. I think the media is insane. Yeah, the and I media think they're. I think they win. I think they can pay someone sixty nine million dollars, fire them, and the media still wins because it's all about creating this this outrage. You know what I mean? I think that's I mean, what it the, is. Yeah, I mean, we can get into why who who our president. Yeah, but it's it's the left and the right. Well, it's, and, it's, but let's they, I feel like that's uh, the media has a lot. They do have a lot to do with it, and, and the it's only the age profiting. of distraction. So, like you know how we we're just talking about how like six new issues every day. Like mm-hmm. you can't even because it's on to the next, on to the next, on to the next, and like I don't know. It, yeah, we don't have a lot of responsible look, journalism. That's the truth. But um, and no one cares to listen. Well, I mean, a lot of people will listen say. to hours of a podcast. They really will. But then. The majority, the middle America, the laziness is like we just look at the headline. And I and I, I go as a dude who got into comedy because I just can sniff out bullshit. When Coney 2012 happened, it was a guy who was raising money. I was like, this is fucking weird. You know, everyone's raising all this money just as a PR campaign and this guy's making money. And I saw mm-hmm. that. And then a week later, he's naked, you know, in San Diego running around having a nervous breakdown because it, and, and it turned into be his biggest flop. And Coney's still out there, you know, with a kid army in Africa. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's I just see that shit. So when I see when I see the news misquote things, I go, we're not hitting the problem if we're going to keep misquoting things. And look, I hate Trump like the rest of them. But like he didn't say all Mexicans were rapists And it. Trump's got enough bad things going for him that if we stick to the issues. Well, but also I mean? like just because he didn't say it exactly like that doesn't mean that's not what he meant. Well, and, and here's my argument. My argument is what what we can all glean from this is do your own research. Yes. You can't tr- the media can't be trusted. At this don't point. just and read don't the headline and don't just accept what CNN says or what, you know, Fox says. Maybe listen to BBC. Maybe find uh I know that there's a YouTube channel, there's a guy who actually like takes takes 
uh, from both sides and just gives you the facts. Yeah. And I think it's now we're realizing because the pendulum has swung so far to one side, which is a reaction from mm-hmm. something else yeah. that mm-hmm. we need to look at it's first Newton's of all, but, be, but we need to go, okay, this is, we need to get, it's physics. We need to get, uh, we need to be more involved. And that's what we're seeing with all of these movements and mm-hmm. all of these protests. Right. And yeah. Because like for a, a long part time, of a community and that, you know, there's more of us than there are of them. And, and truth, that's what we need seeking to realize. Truth but they've that. been playing the long game. They've been paying attention. Oh, you course. know, they've been paying attention right. and they've and been playing the long with game this thing over here mm-hmm. while they're playing it. But saying yeah. they is also sort of divisive. Well, well, I hear you. Yeah. But it, the fact of the matter is we live in this two party system and it's the same as NFL football. It's just, you know, like that's part of it. And some people are going to be smart enough or diligent enough to um, think outside party rhetoric or party lines and like look at issues and make their own informed decisions and other people aren't mm. but like um but don't you love when you see november don't you love when you see like jeff flake or like uh wh- wh- who's the female republican that um she voted no on kavanaugh and, and, oh and then raised God. like 12 million dollars right away like people wanted to fund her for yeah sticking up susan against- collins mm. didn't vote against kavanaugh and within like two hours they raised like $12 million or 60 million. Oh, wait, I don't know. Wait, something. Oh, wait, you just sorry. said 12. Did I, have, did I have it wrong? It's because she didn't vote against she, him. She didn't vote against him. Uh, and they raised all <laughs> of this <laughs> money. Yeah. No, no, no. It's I not a good it, thing. Dave. No, no. Listen, you didn't listen. They raised a ton of money for her opponent, her future opponent. Mm. Oh, okay. So oh. now they're so trying. That is a good thing. It is a good thing. But, November 6th, we've got an election right around the corner. We've got less than two weeks to be knocking on doors, talking to our friends, talking to our coworkers, talking to our neighbors about the issue. Voting is the least you can fucking do. So read yeah. your book. There's a w- make an informed decision. Go on votersedge.com or .org, Ballot whatever it is. Too. Ballot, Ballot ready. What did read Tasha about do? the what did issues. You do? You- Don't watch the, watch the commercials. You, 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 got, you got stoned and read them. I did. I got stoned and I read all of them. <laughs> Ballot measures. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! <laughs> it's a nice little Saturday. You just need a little help paying attention. Yeah. Like it, way, it makes it way more exciting when you're high to be like, "Whoa, really?" If you're and wondering yeah. how our sex life's going. <laughs> Tasha's uh, voting no on Woo. <laughs> more role play. There you uh, go. No. no, but it's it's true. Sit down and and be informed. Go to there's community meetings happening mm-hmm. all over. People wanted to mm-hmm. talk it out ask your friends ask your neighbors talk to your friends talk to your neighbors um but yeah voters edge and what was the one that you said ballot ready ballot ready ladies, yeah, you ballot guys you, you y'all are not alone in being like progressive and informative this informative generation that's coming up and in on both the democrat yeah. and republican side i'd like to think that there's you know more i mean tasha is a uh, kentucky uh, pro-gun liberal like that's be, do you be who you are yeah not, not to say you're not against not to say you're not against against reform i'm not saying you're not against reform or whatever they oh, we go policy but like you're, you're smart in your decisions and what you stand for and um we can all all we have is our own two feet to stand mm-hmm. on and we might as well know what it is that we stand for i stand for those of you subscribing and sharing this podcast with your friends mm. um thanks so much for being on Justy yeah, giovanni thanks for will you come me. back you guys, come back of course you guys hang i just got to la i mean like we've got so much more to talk about tasha will take you on all the cool hikes you're supposed to do to look trendy Sweet. and um and again fabletics 
Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> that's well, that's the company that you worked for, right? Yeah. Oh, there you, you go. did. Huh? I, I did. Didn't even know. See, Look you at may that. have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, housekeeping. Yeah, folks. I I started sharing the podcast on Spotify. Now on Spotify, do you ever use Spotify? Yeah. They're not a sponsor or anything, but they now you can now listen to Sex Actually podcast, which is on Spotify. But also you can share it to your Instagram stories, which I think is badass because they're the only podcast app that lets you do that right now. And I just found this out two days ago. Vic. Victoria, one of our one of our um, I'll call our tier one listeners, one of our favorite <laughs> yeah. listeners. Oh, you have she, tears. Yeah, That's we have tears. Exciting. Yeah, Victoria's so. awesome. Yeah, she's she, shown up to our shows. Did she Aww. win a dildo? I, I feel like actually, she should have won I think a she dildo. She actually dated. I Does she want my rabbit? I brought her. <laughs> we Victoria a, will mail you the rabbit. <laughs> we had a bunch of dildos and vibrators we gave out because we w- received hundreds of dollars worth of them, so we gave them out to some people. But Damn if anyone it. wants one, if anyone wants to write in, how about we do this right now? The next part, the next w- female to write in, will get will give you one of our. Um, it vibrates. Uh, no, no, it'll be at least a sixty dollar value. How about that? Write in the next. Okay, yeah, the next one to write in. Yeah, but how are like? What do they have to write? Okay, about? here's what we have to do: write into the podcast, but also um, share it on your um, Instagram or Facebook, whatever your preferred social media is. Share the podcast. And yeah, then write in. Take a screenshot of your share. Put it in the email. What should the subject line be? I'll j- I'll get it. I'm not over you know inundated with emails. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll know, and then we'll send you one of our. Uh, we got that purple vibrator that's been sitting in this chest. They gave us all, they gave us all these vibrators we have anyway point is share it share the spotify (laughs) link on your instagram stories too it's a way that people can click on it directly and get involved podcasting is very tough to share because you have to have links you have to it's very hard on instagram to it's not a very shareable thing it's not like youtube where you just hit share so uh share it however you can tag some friends on the instagram it's at the dot sap on instagram tasha's instagram's at tasha courtney i'm at d neils d-n-e-a-l-z tag both of us in jess what's your instagram or Oh, Twitter. The Jess DG, J E S S D I A G I. Oh, I think Darren's stopping by. The Jess DG. Come in. Darren, you tell me this. In. Yeah, I didn't when know. He the, the the Red, he's going to the Red Sox. He's going to the World Series today. Anyway. Well, it sounds like he probably okay. could not couldn't get in. Jess, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on the podcast. Guys. Tasha Courtney and I'm so Dave. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Vote, uh, what's the vote day? Vote. November, November 6th. 6th. Get out. <laughs> get your ass out. <laughs> Yes, Amy.